In today's show, I'm here to look at Saturday's games in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Weird day on Saturday, only three games on. So let's talk about those three games now. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) The first game we're going to take a look at, the Sacramento Kings taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, we know in Sacramento over the last couple of games, Terrence Davis has been going bananas. But Tyrese Halliburton has cleared COVID protocols. He is officially questionable to play on Saturday. So we don't know what's going to happen with Terrence Davis. Davis, before the absence of Halliburton, Played 18 minutes, and 5 minutes, and 3 minutes, and 13 minutes. Basically out of the rotation. And honestly, with when Halliburton returns, it's hard to find a large enough role for Davis to be important enough. Now, he was great. Big minutes, big scoring. But if they're going to prioritize Davion Mitchell and his defense, because Terrence, Dav- Terrence Davis's defense is terrible, and then you're going to run um, yeah, healed off the bench and Mitchell, like it's hard to find those minutes for Davis. So he's interesting, but it might just completely fart in your mouth. Like that's how bad it might end up being. Marvin Bagley, he put up a couple of really big games. Then he was out for a game and came back and was like, ugh, like back to Marvin Bagley. And that's the problem with Marvin Bagley is we've seen little stretches from him before of some good points and good rebound games. He never does anything else. But then he goes out and has like, you know, six points on 25% shooting. So we want to see whether he remains starting. I imagine he does. And is he a 25-minute guy, a 30-minute guy? Is he 17 and 9? Or is he 6 and 4? Because he's never been reliable at this point in his career. I'm not ready to rely on him. I'm okay to stream him. I'm okay to try it out. But I'm not ready to rely upon it. For the Milwaukee Bucks, it is a back-to-back for them. So number one, we want to watch Drew Holiday, whether he plays or not. He's one game back from the ankle soreness that cost him a couple of weeks. And then he came off the bench. So A, does he play in the back-to-back? And B, does he start and play starters minutes? Of course, if he doesn't start or doesn't play, then Grayson Allen and George Hill and Paddy Connaughton and even the big ragu, Dante DiVincenzo, they all get a little bit of a bump. I also want to, and I haven't mentioned this guy's name for a while really on the show. Giannis and Tocotomatu. I want to watch Giannis because recently he's actually been hitting free throws. Now I did a Watfo at the start of the season that his free throws would be over um, 70% this season. So I've got, I guess, some vested interest in my pride in him being a better free throw shooter. But recently, those numbers have been going up. We're still never going to be fully relying upon Giannis as a free throw shooter. But the trend, at least in the last game, and that's not really a trend, is it? But over the last seven games, he's shooting 81%. Over the last 22 games, he's shooting 74%. It's trending up, the free throws. He's at 87% over his last three games. 
It is absolutely, for Giannis, trending in the right direction. And we definitely hope that it continues that way. The Thunder and the Cavs. Last game, we got a big game from the other Wigo, Aaron Wiggins, who started. But the problem with him and the Thunder is his role and his production changes so much. His last three games, off the bench for 10 minutes, off the bench for 31 minutes, starting for 35 minutes. The two prior to that, starting for 27, starting for 18. There's no consistency there. And there's no consistency in game-to-game -game production from Wiggins. I expect that he starts against the Hornets. Decent matchup for him against Miles Bridges. Not against the Hornets, sorry. Against the Cavs. Um, terrible matchup against the Cavs. Sorry, so just ignore what I said about good matchup. I was, looking at, I was looking at Friday's game instead of Saturday. Against the Cavs, it's a terrible matchup against Mobley and Allen. So do they go with Favors and Robinson Earl in the front court? And Wiggins gets reduced. He is at least a stream option with so few games on, but consistency in production is not there. And I know the Thunder really like Trey Mann. I don't. No offense to the bloke. I'm sure he's a great bloke. Just as a fantasy asset or fantasy player, even an NBA lead guard type guy, I don't particularly like him as a prospect, but they've been giving him a solid 23, 22 minutes a night. He occasionally flashes some moves, and then he goes missing for big chunks of time. I'd like to see how they use him. Last game, they actually played Ty Jerome more than him, so that's not a great you know, thing in his favor. And we'll see how they actually end up deciding to use him. For the Cavs, Isaac Okoro continues to start. I assume will continue to start again. Um, they might get Stevens and Rondo back. They're both questionable, but Okoro should play 30 minutes. And he probably doesn't do anything to justify himself as a top 200 player. Prove me wrong, Isaac. I'm happy to accept it if I'm wrong. But at this point, you're nowhere near a 12-team league guy or a 14-team league guy. But the minutes and how that impacts Rondo and Stevens is something that we need to watch here. And then I watch Darius Garland. A, because he's awesome. But B, because last game, he did hurt his shoulder in that game. Uh, played out, but well, let's see if there's any impact on him, whether he does appear on injury reports. He hasn't so far. Or if there's any reduction in his shooting numbers or his playing time because of that shoulder issue that we did see crop up in that last game for the Cavs. But I'm going to tell you that BetOnline is here to wish you a happy new betting year. That's really nice of them, isn't it? It is your number one spot, BetOnline, for all of your sports wagering action for 2022. So it's a new year. So go to the new updated desktop site or mobile site and sign up, but use our code LOCKEDON and get a 50% welcome deposit bonus on your first deposit. From basketball to football, the NHL, baseball, not baseball, what am I talking about? Boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all of the fantastic offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline is where the game starts. Let's go to the Pacers and the Suns. Of course, it's about the dart, isn't it? Problem with my Google-mobile. Google-mobile? No, not the dart. Not the dart. The dart was great last game. Big numbers until he got ejected. And then Isaiah Jackson came in and, and played pretty well himself. I expect that Badadze will get another start here for the Pacers against the Suns. But foul trouble could be an issue. He is a guy that I would add for sure. And Sabonis isn't going to play. Um, but it could easily be Jackson. Like, I, I think that Badadze and Jackson, you have both of them significantly higher than an O'Shea Brissett, personally. But yeah, Badadze would be the guy there. But it's, it's far from a guarantee. He's a, he's a must-add, but it's far from a guarantee. He could play 20 minutes and have five fouls. He could also, in that time, go separately provide the most confusing fantasy value of all time. Jackson, on the other hand, is a little bit more consistent. You're going to get blocks. He scored well last game. You're going to get decent field goal percentage. He's not as volatile as Goga, but I don't think his upside is quite there. For the Suns, it hasn't been great for Cam Johnson first two games back from the ankle issue. 
Only 20 minutes in each of those games. 20 minutes from Cam Johnson is not enough to sniff the dick of a 12-team league uh, situation. It's just not. He played 32 minutes the first game when Jay Crowder came back. And I went, all right, here we go. They're playing Johnson the minutes. And now they are not. So we probably monitor one more game, but I don't mind if you just want to drop him. And we'll see exactly what direction that goes. And then we don't know whether, not JaVale, we don't know whether DeAndre Ayton will play. So JaVale McGee becomes interesting. Now, the last two games, Bismarck Biombo has played 25 and 28 minutes. McGee has played 23 and 18. Somehow, Bismarck Biombo is good. He's always had good defensive ability, of course, but he's been shithouse offensively. But Chris Paul is making him look all right. So if Aiden is out, you've got McGee as a guy we want to watch, but it's Biombo that we also want to watch. He's no more than a short-term streamer, and Biombo's not going to take over the backup role I wouldn't have thought um, when Aiden comes back. But he's playing bloody well, and there is an opportunity for him. But I think it just might end up potentially just being a mess there in that uh, replacement Aiden position at the moment. Let's go to some... There's no back-to-back Saturday, Sunday. Let's look at some nine-cat stream options for Saturday. McGee slash Biombo, good stream option. Um, Cameron Payne, Isaac Okoro, Grayson Allen. Remember, there's only three games on, so we're really scraping bottom of the barrel here. Grayson Allen, especially if Drew does rest. Jeremy Lamb, Dante DiVincenzo, the Discman, C.D. Arsman, who's been shithouse. Pat Connaughton, Tory Craig, who's been playing really well for Indiana. And Jeremiah Robinson Earl, I think, is also another guy that we pay attention to. But does Jeremiah Robinson Earl need the best tasting protein bar ever? Because I do. That is Built Bar. Built Bar is like a candy bar, but it's a protein bar. So it's jam-packed full of flavor and protein. 17 grams in most bars. But you don't have to deal with the excessive calories. It's just 130 in these Built Bars, as opposed to like 240, 250 in regular candy bars. And the taste, oh my God, it's amazing. Cookies and cream, coconut, orange, raspberry, strawberry, peanut butter, Mint brownie, special edition flavors up the wazoo. So many great flavors from Built Bar. So go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 and save 15%. Why wouldn't you want, if you're looking for protein bars or even just delicious treats, why wouldn't you want the ones that's actually good for you and the ones that taste great? It is the absolute double whammy combo from Built Bar. So go to Built.com, use the code LOCKED15 and get yourself boxes of Built Bar. Built Bar is built different. Let's look at some deeper league streams for Saturday. Georgie Hill, he might have some real value if uh, Drew sits down. Aaron Weo Wiggins, the Oklahoma City Mudflap, Kenrich Williams, who is back off COVID protocols, Chemezi Metu, O'Shea Brissett, Wesley Matthews, Davion Mitchell, Mike Muscala, Isaiah Jackson, and Landry Shamit. And for points leagues, these guys all rostered in under 50% of leagues. Marvin Bagley and Goga Badadze. Yeah, I think Badadze is a clear must roster. Chris Duarte. I didn't mention this earlier with the Pacers. We don't know whether Brogdon and Levert will play. My estimation is they will play. And we'll see what that does to Duarte. Duarte was great against the Warriors. But yeah, if Brogdon and Levert both play, then his value probably gets impacted because he'll come off the bench behind Levert, Brogdon, and Holiday. He might still play 30 minutes, but he won't have the ball in his hands anywhere near as much. But he's still... Should be more, rostered in more than 50% of leagues. Isaac Okoro, JaVale McGee slash Bismack Biombo, Jay Crowder, Cameron Payne, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, The Big Ragu, Dante DiVincenzo, and Jazza Holiday. That will do it for me today, guys. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, thumb it up. 
and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.